Hi, everyone. Hi. And welcome to another edition of Superman's Other Pals, a podcast where I, Gary Rowland, review one issue of the Silver Age comic, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen with my teenage daughter, Ella Plum Rowland, and together we experience the highs and the lows, and we see where it goes. How's that? Was that better? No. It rhymed. Sure. It seemed like it was something... It seemed like it was something, didn't it? Sure. Uh, Ella Plum is being particularly teenagery today. Oh, Ella has a stomachache today, and so will be particularly teenagery. You're always so sick. Mm, not sick. Just feeling woogie. Stomachache. That's generally a sign of being sick. No, could just mean I ate something. Do you feel like you ate something? I don't know. Did you eat something? I mean, I ate pizza. That was good pizza. We're getting off track. Yeah, somehow I feel as though we are getting off track. All right, so let's delve into the issue. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. All right, so we start as we always start with the cover. Issue number 69. The year is 1963. Yes, it 1963, is. DC Comics, National Comics Code, 12 cents, Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Did I get that right? Yeah, you did. You got all those pieces right. Yay! Um, Still a couple of months before the original release of Fantastic Four number one. Right. So, you know, we have that to look forward to. Yay! So then on the cover, we see Superman, but Superman doesn't look quite like Superman. He's wearing a mask. And he has a yellow glowing ring. But uh, sort of in the foreground, we see two figures. Um, one is wearing a short cape. The other was wearing no cape. Uh, the guy with no cape looks a lot like Clark Kent, mild manner. Oh, looks a lot like Superman, not just Clark Kent, mild manner reporter for a major metropolitan newspaper. Um, uh, and he is dressed in a black costume. And next to him is Jimmy Olsen, who is dressed in a red costume. And both of them are flying via jets. Yep. And the masked Superman says, Ha! So Flamebird is Jimmy Olsen and Nightwing is Superman. Now that I know your secret, I'll become King of Kandor! And Jimmy Olsen says, Nightbird, how can we fight this evil imposter when he has superpowers and you have none? Featuring the dynamic duo of Kandor. Totally see, not Batman and Robin. See Flamebird Olsen and Nightwing Batman battle Super Outlaw with their wits and utility belts. Nightman Nightwing totally isn't, you know, a spinoff of Batman. No, it's not. Some to totally different. Sure. Look. Sure. Nightbird, not Robin. Nightbird. Flame it's bird. different. Flamebird. It's Flamebird and Nightbird. Just the fact that, you know, they're both of Nightbird, not Nightbird, Flamebird and Robin's costumes both happen to be primarily red, and Batman and Nightwing's costumes are both black. But neither Batman nor Robin have little jets. Yes, but they do have utility belts. Lots of people have utility belts. Mm, Batman. No, I don't think so. Batman. They're completely different things. Batman. And also, um, just remember that this Nightwing... Is not Dick Grayson. Right. Basically, yeah, this was the first Nightwing. Of, yeah, this is the first Nightwing. Now... How does Batman feel about his son naming himself after a character portrayed by Superman? I'm going to guess that he's fine with it. Okay. Well, I'm going to guess that he's surly and sullen, but... <laughs> He's always, He's surly, always and surly and sullen. sullen. So it's a pretty good guess. Except for Adam West. Uh, that's different. That's not that's not canon. That's perfectly uh, canon. So, it happened. Uh, we have video documentation of it. Right, but it's it is it is outside of the DCU. Too bad. Anyway. So Batman. I did actually look it up uh before 
before. And um, it turns out that this Nightwing was many years, you know, yes, it's Nightwing. It's, you know, I don't know, a good 20 years before Dick Grayson becomes Nightwing. And by that time, no one remembers. And I'm going to guess, yeah, that like the people who, I think it was George Perez who came up with, or was that, that might have been like George Perez and Marv Wolfman. Uh. I know George Perez was the artist. Anyway, well, they come up with Nightwing and... I think they just didn't remember this because this is not a thing that a lot of people remember that somewhere in the city of Kandor, Superman and Jimmy Olsen are Flamebird and Nightwing. Oh, so there seems to be a weird typo on the cover. Calling him Nightbird? Yes, calling him Nightbird. Not Nightwing. So, and it would seem that later on they figured out, oh, right, there was already a Nightwing. And it was this. And so in, I guess, around 2000, when they rebooted the DC Universe and they had Nightwing. They made it canon that Nightwing was a Kandorian superhero. Right. And that, you know, basically, yeah, that Superman told Batman about Nightwing. And Nightwing, he told the legend to Dick Grayson. As who, a tiny child. That's right. like a bedtime story or something like that. And he really took that character to heart. And BS over. Sure. So, so back um, to the point. Right. They're totally not Batman and Robin. Right. Yes. Okay, so we should because probably move on to the first ba- Yes, story. because, you know. We've we've drilled this into the ground. Superman enough. and, uh, basically, Superman, the thing that I think. They even stole Dynamic Duo. They did. I wonder if this is the first Dynamic Duo before the 1966 use of the dynamic duo that's where i know the use of the dynamic duo but it's possible that uh it's somewhere else anyway so first page uh so all the big ads have pretty much been eliminated so we just have story and a couple of random ads that we will be talking about anyway so first one superman's pal jimmy olsen there's no intro it just says a great two-part novel featuring superman and jimmy olsen as nightwing and flamebird in the roles of the dynamic duo of kandor so uh, Superman, and, addressed as Superman, and Jimmy, who is dressed as Flamebird, they are a, they see in like one of those screens where, you know, th- this was very big, where they would show like something going on, and you're always wondering like where the camera is, and why is it that you can see it in this reference as opposed to other references. Yep. And Superman's saying, it's strange. Here in Kandor, I feel as though I never left Krypton. And then Jimmy Olsen's saying, Superman, stop brooding. We have to become Nightwing and Flamebird fast to fight our super enemy. Of course, Superman, brooding, totally not mocking Batman. No. Totally. So, uh... Also, I have a question. uh, It's gonna sound like a stupid question, and I acknowledge the fact that it sounds like a stupid question. You there? So, you know the Superman outfit with, like, the blue pants with the Speedo over it, with the blue shirt and the red cape? Right. So, I always kind of assumed that that was a one-piece thing except for the speedo over it right but in this right here it has superman half in the nightwing costume and half in the superman costume and um with the other half of the nightwing costume draped across the back of a chair right so it's a two-piece it's two pieces well three pieces if you're including the speedo i um i don't know you don't know because i want to know this is confusing I don't know. I I wish that I could tell you. This is confusing. But as I understand, I mean, it looks like it is a two-piece, but who knows. Anyway, so as it starts, uh, Superman is flying Jimmy Olsen to the Fortress of Solitude. And Superman is saying, hey, wrapping Jimmy in my heat-proof cape. 
protects him from the friction caused by my super speed. I have to get him inside my fortress of solitude at once. Here's the thing. Science. Well, there's also been more than one occasion where he didn't use his. Yes, well, I'm going to guess in an instance that was not captured on film or whatever, um, Jimmy's clothing um, caught on fire. Okay, so they get to the Fortress of Solitude, and you find out that uh, the city of Candor, inside the, the city of Candor, there is a, there's some crime going on, and they need to go down as Nightwing and Flamebird. Now, earlier, there is an earlier issue. It was an issue of Superman. Don't know which one it is. Where, essentially, this happened. So, not Jimmy Olsen. So, this isn't the first time so that they they've become... So, just kind of assume you already know that this right. is a thing. Right, because, you know, you know, at this time, you're reading all of the superhero. And I did not know that this was right. a thing. But, the, you know, so just to keep everybody, so he says, you know, we have to return as, so... It happened already. It happened already, and that is when it happened. It happened when they were, it happened way back when. So, they shrink themselves down, go to Kandor. As they're going down to Kandor, uh, they see... Birds! They see the Nightwing and Flay birds... Birds. That are used as models for their costumes. Birds. Where, and so they get there and they reach the home of Nor Can, the Kandorian scientist, who was the friend of Superman. Birds. And what you find out is that there is a guy. There's a bat cave. Who looks like Superman. But there's also a bat cave. No, it's not a bat cave. What is it? Then? It is a Nightwing cave. Nope, it's a bat cave. Nope, totally no, 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 not no, no, that. No, 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 no. Do you think there's a giant nickel instead of a giant penny? Maybe. Maybe a medium-sized quarter. So There's a giant nickel. There is... Um, so, you find out that there's a super outlaw who is stealing the relics of Krypton, but they have no idea why, because nobody would... No, like, no... No one's going to buy them. No one's going to buy them. So there's no money. So they don't really know what's going on. And so as Nightwing and Flamebird, they are on the job. And yes, so Nightwing has the night cave. So his X and it's lead lines. So X-ray vision can't uh, figure it out. And they also have lead lead lined masks. So as to hide their identity. Isn't that toxic? Probably. They tell Norcan, okay, we're going to get out there and we're going to figure it out. So uh, the first thing is they go to a place where they have Machine King. Now, uh, then, of course... This is also kind of like a history show for Krypton. Right. This is like a a walk down memory lane for the Kryptonian. And so this uh, Machine King, it was a computer that... What does it say? We use computers for many things and they never err. This master computer, which has a mechanical brain, will decide all political questions for us and created useful inventions for us. And then they'll say, wonderful, it means we'll never make mistakes in public affairs. So they they turn on the computer, the computer goes on, he's like, okay, so uh, I'm going to give you these robots and I'm going to give you a blueprint and you make them. And everybody's like, okay. You know, we have to trust the computer. So, uh, of course, we we have all seen this movie. 
And it's... It orders them to make a bunch of giant robots and then tells them that the giant robots are now the police force and then they all try to kill every all of the humans and then they dismantle the robot. Right. So, uh, yes, basically he says, okay, well, uh, I'm going to have to be in charge for everything to be fine. Yep. And uh, basically the Kryptonians say, uh, no, and they unplug him. But they still have the, they still have the actual, like, but the, they, they, you know, they have the thing there as, like, a piece of history. Yep. So, there's a guy in a super costume. Superman! Doing super things, and they're just trying to figure out, like, they're like, why is this happening? It shouldn't be, you know, he's in Kandor with yep. the Red Sun, shouldn't be having superpowers, why does he have superpowers? But... What's his name? Superman has brought uh, some pieces of kryptonite with him to sort of throw at him. And so he gets the Machine King and then they show up and And uh, Super Outlaw. And they kryptonite him. And then he blocks it with the lead Machine King. And then they get in the Nightwing mobile and, oh, the Nightmobile. And it speeds out, which is not the Batmobile. They might as well call it the not Batmobile. Instead of Nightwing, they should call him Nightwing. Not Batman. Flying echolocation mammal man mobile. Right. So he gets away. They chase him in the nightmobile. Then he uses his heat vision to destroy the tires and they get away. He gets away. Yeah. But so he gets back to the night cave and... The not bat cave. Right. The nightwing cave. And Superman takes ill. He has a Kandorian virus, scarlet jungle fever, which is jungle fever and scarlet fever put together... In Sorry. a terrible, uh, in, I guess it's it's not good to have Kandorian Scarlet Jungle fever. I mean, in general, fevers just aren't fun. And, uh, you know, because he must have got it when he was in the jungles of Kandor. Okay. So, Flamebird's like, I'll take care of this. You rest up. I got this. So, he goes and he goes to find, there's Comet Missile 3X. Thanks. A memorial or something for a dude who flew in a missile straight towards a meteor or comet, I guess, in order to stop it and explode it, but he exploded with it. Right. So basically, the the the, the long and the short of the story is comets hitting to Krypton. Uh, this guy named Scalvar shoots a missile at it. The comet's electrical core is affecting the guidance system, so he sacrifices himself by getting into the missile and blowing it up. And now... And is national. Right. And now they have this memorial to him, but they also have the missile, or at least one of the other missiles. And so Jimmy gets on the scene. They're super outlaw. Now, Jimmy has a special thing in his utility belt. He has an elastic sling that will hurl pieces of kryptonite, uh, like when... He was David. Right, when he was mistaken for David and David and Goliath, and he was using a sling, and I guess he got really good at it. So I have a question. Uh, yes? stupid question. Sure. Is Krypton a nation or a planet or both? It is a planet nation. Because we call them Kryptonians, but we also call, like... People from Earth, the one thing. Earthling. However, or humans. there's like 1,200 countries <clears throat> and 1,000 right. and like 12,000 languages. Sorry. So, yeah, this is like a thing. And so they all just speak the one language and... 
That is... So this becomes a thing, like, over and over again. You see this over and over again, especially in the 50s. And that is that, like, planets are essentially nations. That Except everybody... for here. That there is, like, a world government and everybody is on board. And so, much like, you know, if you're an American, like, you know, we are Americans living in California. So we are also referred to as Californians. Californians. This would be Kryptonians living in Candor being Candorian. Okay. And, you know, this was uh, something that was okay at the time. Like, people were floating the idea of a single world government. Uh, later on, uh, we all think, it, or at least uh, certain elements of... Later on, everyone decided that was a bad idea. That was a terrible idea, and also that the United States would never... Agree to that. Yeah, that it would never relinquish its authority to a world government. Unless they weren't the ones in charge. Exactly. And that wasn't going to happen. Exactly. So, he launches the kryptonite from his sling. Unfortunately, Superman has... Super Outlaw has brought a, uh, a shield with him, and he blinks, and and uh, gets away, but he scares him away from the relic. And so he then... He drives off in the not-Batmobile. Right, and so he goes back to the... And he... And he draws fire. He Basically, so what happens is that Super Outlaw then follows the Nightmobile, hoping to go back to the Night Cave, but Jimmy Olsen... Loses him. Loses his scent uh, in these relics showing extinct giant animals of Krypton's past. So... So speaking of scent... Guess right. what Super Criminal does next? So Super Outlaw then goes, so he's like, uh-oh. So he's given up chase. It's getting dark. He gets back to the night cave. Uh, Super Outlaw doesn't know, is trying to like figure out where they are. But yep. he can't, he knows that like, you know, he's got, that they're all lead-lined and nobody knows where it is. So what he gets is he gets a Kryptonian telepathic hound. Doggo! A weird dog creature. From a Dr. Seuss cartoon. A weird dog creature that has human hands. And, and like a weirdly arched back. Right. And it's, yeah, and it does. And a pointy it, snout. It does look like something. ears. It looks like something out of Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Which would be fine if everything else also looked like it was from Dr. Seuss. Right. But it just looks but like nothing out of does. place here. Right. So what happens is, all that has to happen is Super Outlaw has to think of Flame Bird and Nightwing. And then the telepathic hound will grab its telepathic scent and then go chase after and get what he, his target. Dog, 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 dog. So while he's doing it, he breaks free. Um, so he, he breaks the leash and right. then runs off to find the Jimmy and the Superman. And Superman's really not great right now. Right. But before he breaks off to go away, uh, it says here that with with uh, Super Outlaw, I frightened him with that whipping. And in order, and in his anxiety to obey orders, he broke away from me. So he whipped the doggo. Yes, he whipped the dog. No. So that's why. That's that is why he no, hit uh, the doggo. So he he broke free and no, no hit doggo. Meanwhile, back in the night cave, uh, don't hit the doggo. Superman is still reeling from the illness, jungle scarlet fever or scarlet jungle fever, and uh, he in his fever in his fever delusions, he almost reveals his secret identity. But just as he's supposed to, Jimmy Olsen 
puts his hand over his mouth so that he doesn't know that Superman is actually Clark Kent, mild manner reporter for a major metropolitan newspaper. Because Jimmy's good with his friend. And he prefers to know to not know because he knows that if he does know that he's in danger. Then he's in danger. Everyone else is also in danger. Exactly. And just as that happens, the doggo shows up The telepathic hound shows up and he I guess he's there. So and then that is the end of the first of part one. And it says continued on third page following. Dr. Seuss dog. And on the bottom, we have an ad for Tootsie Roll. And it says, now buy a tongue. Oh, sorry. First, it says, try a tongue teaser. Can you repeat the sentence below five times in eight seconds without making a mistake? No. Try true Tootsie Treats. Try true Tootsie Treats. Try true Tootsie Treats. Try two Tootsie Treats. Try two Tootsie Treats. Try true Tootsie Treats. All right, so. Uh, I win. And now, no, and then it don't. says, now buy a tongue pleaser. Delicious Tootsie Roll, America's favorite candy. Have I have a question. Uh, yes, you there? Have we ever had a comic book without a Tootsie Roll ad in it? Yes, there have been comics that haven't had Tootsie Roll. They, they were gone for a while. Okay. Uh, but now they're back with a vengeance. Yeah. And now we have uh, Superman's Other Pals, where somebody points out that Jimmy is holding a buffalo nickel that's dated 1939, but he says it's in, that they stopped making him in 38, and the editor's like, yeah. hey, dummy, it's, 18, it's 1935, so bleh, bleh. So uh, then there's apparently a lot of people talking about... There's a lot of people talking about uh, the, the the cabinet from Krypton. Somebody was like, hey, it's from Krypton. It should be indestructible. Why? Why not? Why? why? Yeah, basically. So it said it was indestructible. It was merely the writing on it that became corroded after years of submer- submersions. So... Which... Aren't there like versions of Superman where you literally can't cut his hair? Yes. So why... Does Kryptonian metal get worn away? I think they actually explain it by saying that it showed up before Krypton blew up. Okay. So then it wasn't. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. So, and then there's a woman named Madge Brinkley of Chicago, Illinois, who is mad and disgusted at the way Jimmy Olsen lets Lucy Lane walk all over him. I would like to point out that Jimmy has had the opportunity to get other girlfriends. Right, but... Could theoretically get another girlfriend. And go Midge... Go for literally anyone who and isn't Lucy Lane. Who Madge is says... Who is not interested. What Madge says is, What I and all my girlfriends wouldn't give to have a boyfriend like Jimmy Olsen. And so, uh, that's, that's what's going on. So then in... I, I wouldn't give anything to have a boyfriend like Jimmy Olsen. Well, he is Superman's pal. That's worth something. Yeah, but he's a moron. Maybe. So then we have Super Coming Attractions. Uh, Superboy triple feature. The stupid Superboy. Oh, great. Crypto Super Rival. A new super dog. And Lana Lang. Super Baby. And this also seems to be a big... Uh, so then there's, in Adventure Comics, there's all kinds of red kryptonite happening. And then in the last Action comic, Superman becomes the last man on Earth when he is captive of the Red Sun. And then at the very back, back there is a Supergirl and Comet story. Ooh, Comet Supergirl, being... Cat, no. Nope, that's Streaky. Nope, that's Crypto. The horse. The robot. There's no super robot. Uh, there is super robots, but not really. Okay, so then, uh, sell grit. Make money. Yeah. Uh, you know, learn about farming. Coins. 
So instead of stamps. Right. Uh, yes. I feel like these are worth more than stamps. Maybe. I don't know. Curious coins. Odd paper money. Uh, apparently, you can also get Confederate dollars. Also, a free one hundred dollar, one hundred thousand dollar Confederate bill. I guess it's that's a big as that's a big deal. So then uh, we go why, to. Why do I want a Confederate dollar bill? I don't know. I, I, it has historical value. I don't approve of the Confederacy, and the money is literally worthless. Right. I don't know. So why, why do I want that? I don't. I don't know. I'm not saying that you should have it. I'm just saying that's what they're offering. And it's eight. It's 1963, so it's coming up on the 100 year anniversary of the beginning of the Civil War, or War of Northern Aggression, or War Between the States. C- Civil War. Civil War. All right. So. Well, um, War of Northern Aggression is doesn't is no. All right. I don't approve of that title. All right. So we then get to the second story, which is part two, the super showdown on Kandor. Now, uh, in this opening thing, we see Nightwing and Flamebird uh, riding some kind of griffin-like creature. It's an albino griffin. After Super Outlaw saying, ride him, Nightwing. This flying creature, which lived on Krypton before it exploded, is our only chance to defeat this evil Superman. When we last left our heroes, a telepathic hound was coming to kill them. And what happens... So, uh, Jimmy's like, all right. Doggy, 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 so, doggy. NorCal... Is it NorCal? Norcan. Norcan. Uh, you know, once I was prescribed NorCan. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, I was. It's, no, it is a drug. It's pretty good. Are you sure? Uh, it was It was a... a anti-inflammatory yeah i don't believe that no no it was totally an anti-inflammatory i don't believe all right so anyway so he so norcan's his first instinct is to shoot the dog no but jimmy's like nope pet the dog don't do that pet the dog He's just an innocent dog. Pet the dog. So uh, the, he using his telepathic powers. He pets uh, the dog. He figures out that Jimmy's a good guy. Good and dog. that uh, Super Outlaw is a bad guy. Pet and so, the dog. Look at the dog. He's so happy. And so he I, becomes. I love this dog. He's good dog. He becomes. Totally not bat dog. He becomes Nighthound. Totally not Ace the Bat Dog. And they put a lead line mask on him. So they they can't know who he is. Totally not Ace the Bat Dog. I love the dog. Uh, I love the dog. Uh, what? Like, what? Can I hug the dog? Uh, no, it's no, a comic book. No. <laughs> but look at him. All right, so. He is a dog. So Norcan then. He deserves attention and love. So Norcan like so starts to reattend to Superman, and then Flamebird using Nighthound goes after Super Super Criminal Super Outlaw, and then so they go to so there's a a bottle in Candor which is contains miniaturized people, so it's like not really people miniature people not really people on people sure super it's. Far out, man. Still not people. It's far out. Like, they... And how much... Like, do you think maybe... Living sem- semi-organic crystalline humanoids. Do you think they maybe, on their world, they have a bottle that has even smaller creatures, and it goes on forever, man? Sure. Why are you looking at me like that? Don't... I'm your father. <laughs> You're grounded. All right. So... No. Uh, so there was a biologist named Jordan, or, you know... Jordan. Jordan. And uh, he invented... He... Shrink ray. He invented these things 
They can also be growed big. Right. That ate rocks, and they started to eat the precious minerals of Krypton, and then they... So they had to smallen them. Right. Uh, so then, uh, so there's this little place that has a little place, and so it's far out, man. Oh my god. So, um, Jimmy's like, hey, can we reverse the shrink ray and make the kryptonite big? And then the scientists like, sure. And so they they big the kryptonite. Right. And so it keeps super criminal from getting to this last place. And then they happen upon an enclosure. Right. In this enclosure is an albino griffin. Which is just known as the winged one. This is an albino griffin. It's over a hundred years old and... It's still alive. It's the last... Oh, wait. Uh, it's hard to believe that this strange creature of Krypton's past is still alive here in Kandor. So... He's a dragon. What happened was there was a guy named Dakar Ra who saw aliens landing and they were getting ready to build war machines to take over Krypton. And la 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 la. And so he jumps on this winged one and rides... Which was illegal, by the way. And, yeah, right. It was illegal, but he knew that he had to jump on one. And he wrote it through Krypton, uh, saying, Alien invaders are, nor are north. Uh, call to arms, Krypton! And then Jimmy's like, hey, that's like Paul Revere. Yes, but not at all. Right. No. He he wasn't a... D Dakar... Dakar Ra wasn't a silversmith. Or revolutionary. Right. He was... They just... He j but he did tell everybody to wake up. Yeah. So... We don't even know that he told everyone to wake up. He could have just told people, hey, there are people. So Super Outlaw shows up and is like, uh, hey, so Nightwing was afraid to fa face me. Tell him that he'll steal the greatest in Krypton at the Krypton pageant tomorrow. And he dares him to stop him. So... So we get back to the night cave and Superman's mostly feeling better. Right. And so they figure out that Super Outlaw is getting his superpowers from... A gold ring. From a golden ring. And that... Because it mimics the yellow sun. And that gives him his power. So uh, Nightwing and Flamebird, they, basically what they do is they just sort of take up uh, Super Outlaw on his challenge and decide, all right, well, why don't we go and catch him? I got an idea. And they do just that. Right. But they bring some kryptonite with them. And the non-Batmobile. In the, yes, in the Nightwing mobile. So um, they see Super Outlaw and Super Outlaw has made a giant spear that he is going to throw at Nightwing. But you know, he does have those laser eyes. Which he uses... Which he uses on, basically only uses it to disable cars. Yep. Maybe it only works to disable cars. Maybe. I don't know. So he starts to throw the, um, he was about to throw the spear, but he can't. And so the car, which has now been fitted with jets to go up and paralyze him. It zooms. And Superman then burns it out. Super Outlaw burns it out. So it doesn't work. But then no they jump on the winged one. And then the winged one carries them to victory. Right. Where he gets, uh, hits Superman with the kryptonite, super outlaw with the kryptonite. And uh, they take and they unmask him and find out that it's 
Norcan! Except the person that they've been staying with isn't Norcan. It's a robot made to look like Norcan by Norcan because Norcan has been super hypnotized by space aliens. Right. So it turns out that this is all the work of... Space aliens. The Superman Revenge Squad. Sure. Which is uh, a group of villains that... I mean, they're no beard club. No, they are no beard club. Or was it Beard Society? I think it was Beard Society. Yeah, I think it is the Beard It was the Beard Society. The Beard Society. They wanted to. Well, I gotta tell you. You should make a t-shirt for that. I will tell you that um, mission accomplished. <laughs> it took them a little while. But, um, you know, hey, I think they've reached their objectives. Yep. Um, so, the uh, now that the Superman Revenge Squad is foiled, they fly away. And they are, you know, of course, shaking their fists. And saying, curse you, Superman. We will get you. Bah. And then they leave the bottle city of of Kandor. And then Jimmy goes, I wonder, when will be the next time we visit Kandor as Flamewing and Nightbird? They should just send Batman and Robin instead. No, they won't. They should. And then we have an advertisement for great masterpieces. The Mona Lisa, Leonardo da Vinci. And then Tootsie Roll Fudge. Nope. Masterpieces of delicious candy, creamy smooth. No. Here's the problem with that. Uh, no one knows what Tootsie Roll Fudge is right. now. Tootsie Roll Fudge didn't survive to today. And the Mona Lisa is still around. Right, is I around know, since the I've 1500s. Oh, aren't you super fancy? Meh. She's fancy. She's Meh. been to France. Meh. All right, so then that brings us to our last story. Oh, no, there are people who are like, the Mona Lisa doesn't exist. Yeah. No, it's real. All right, so it we have exists. Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. Throughout the world, thousands of admirers enjoy the adventures of Jimmy Olsen, cub reporter for the Daily Planet. Jimmy Olsen's generous nature and boyish good looks and courage have captured the hearts of readers everywhere. Yes, everybody loves Jimmy. That is everybody except Lucy Lane, who has spurned Jimmy's affections for years. But one day, fate turns on the table on cold-hearted Lucy when she crosses the path of Jimmy's Viking sweetheart. Isn't this the second Viking girlfriend he's had? Uh, no. Yeah? I think well, he becomes buddies with Thor. And then gets a Viking girlfriend. He probably gets some. Oh, he probably does, and she might even look like Lucy she Lane. She looks exactly like Lucy Lane, but she's a Viking. So, in the, uh, so, you know, there we see Jimmy, and Jimmy is dressed in what I'm guessing is Viking gear. And next to him is this, it uh... It looks like some absurd, like, fur dress. Right, with a with cape. A yellow, like... And almost kind of like one of those German... suit under it. With the German helmet with the With horns. horns helmet that didn't actually exist. And there's all kinds, like, and it's... And he's got, like, three belts. It's just out of control. And, like, boots with more straps on them. So, uh, Superman's flying away. Jimmy the only Olsen. Thing missing is an unruly beard and an axe. It's true. And maybe a dragon. Maybe a dragon. Uh, then Superman's flying away, and Jimmy goes, Oh, there he is, Holga. Superman, the mightiest being on Earth. He'll be the best man at our wedding. And Holga then says, He may have superpowers, but I find you far more fascinating, my handsome Jimmy, because she's Transylvanian, yeah. apparently. To me, you Figure are the out. match for the mightiest heroes of my people, the Vikings. And in the background, uh, in, in a snowbank, we see Lucy Lane. In a Lane. outfit. 
Lucy Lane in a in a sewer dish outlet in on the top of a mountain, really cold, going, Jesus, I'm freezing. Nope. No, she says, Jimmy is about to marry that beautiful redhead. What a fool I've been to spurn his love. Choke. I have a question. Um, I'm very glad that you asked that question. You. I am uh, waiting, and uh, <laughs> I feel as though it is time for you to tell me what your question is. Why, why does Jimmy only acknowledge that, I mean, why does Lucy only acknowledge Jimmy exists when he already has another girlfriend and is clearly looking? Because, like, if you don't want him to be with another person, but you don't want to be with him, figure out what you're doing. Come on. This is one of those tropes. The, uh, the... I don't care if it's a trope. It's stupid. I can't, you know, somebody else, somebody else thinks that Jimmy is great. So I, who is attractive, so he must be great. And so I now think he's great. There have been a number of, uh, you know, romantic comedies that are built on this premise. It's a stupid premise. I'm just saying that it's there. It's a stupid premise. Maybe, but maybe it's true. I have no, no it's idea. Not. I haven't seen it. Hasn't happened. It hasn't hasn't worked for me. I. That's because I've never tried it. Um. So what happens is ski resort. Jimmy Olsen spending the weekend with his fan club. Ooh. And while we're there. There just so happens to be... So Jimmy's... So uh, his fan club's there and he's like, Jimmy, you haven't spent minutes with us since we arrived here. You promised to give us tips on skiing. And what happens is uh, Jimmy has noticed that Lucy Lane is there... With her Olympic medalist skiing boyfriend. Right. Who she Who she ran into on the plane. Yes? How many boyfriends does Lucy have? A lot. All of them? She has many boyfriends. She has all of them. She has just... She's many she is all of the boyfriends right and so jimmy olsen's fan club is like man he only came here so that he could stalk lucy right he's like man ugh. so then jimmy is like what do i need to do so basically he's like i can't keep up with his skiing man he's an olympic skier ron baxter was that a real guy? I don't think so. So he fu- he sees on a car is a sign saying, uh, ski jumping championships tomorrow. Special award to the contestant who can leap across Daredevil Chasm. So Daredevil Chasm uh, is, of course, a death-defying place to have a place where Jimmy will be essentially get killed. So he decides... So he decides without taking any smaller jumps first to immediately practice on Daredevil Chasm, which is a stupid idea. So while he's there, uh, he causes an avalanche. So what happens is as the... When the avalanche hits... A woman in, comes forth from the snow and, and says, "Speaking in old Eric, Norse, right? Uh, who's speaking old Viking? Because of course Jimmy knows old Viking from the time he went back in time to she hang out Vikings. with with the Vikings. Uh, she mistakes him for a guy named Eric, which I guess was his her boyfriend, or husband, or husband whatever. or whatever. And Holga says that you know weeks ago that he came to the shores of this of this place." And she got caught in an avalanche and apparently has frozen there ever since because it would appear that... She's Captain America. So, like, you know, yeah, because there is this thing that happens in comic books and in many pieces of popular fiction that, you know, all you need to do is if you get frozen in a black of ice... You just need someone to find you and thaw you out. And just you're good. Yes, you'll be fine. Just just come out and you'll be fine Death and everything... Hypothermia doesn't exist. Nope, everything's fine. So, yeah, we find out that 
Uh, yes, this is a world where if you're frozen in ice, all you need to do is find a heat lamp and melt yourself slowly and you'll be fine. Nothing happened, like nothing, there is no ill effects. You you just show up and you're exactly as you were before. And so uh, he finds out that there's a woman. Woman's name is Holga. And, and she is now madly in love with Jimmy. And then what you find out is that... She jumps Daredevil Chasm. No. What you find out is that Holga is actually a robot. Now... But she does jump Daredevil Chasm. It's true. So one of the... Uh, somebody's uncle is a robot designer. And this robot designer has designed a robot who looks just like a very tall, statuesque, red-headed woman. We're not talking about this. Um, With a big group of teens in a hotel room. We are not <laughs> discussing this. On a remote mountaintop. Nope. Continuing <laughs> with the story in three... Okay. Two, one. All right, so Jimmy, so Holga uh, jumps the chasm on her own as a robot and wins and becomes hugely successful and a worldwide sensation. And nobody knows that she's a robot. And she, she even meets Jackie Kennedy, Yay. who gives her a Viking ship. Yay. And then they get on a private jet Yay. where Holga shoves food into Jimmy's mouth. And Lucy's the flight attendant. Right, because Lucy's because there's only one flight attendant in all of in the world. In all the world. And And Holga doesn't really seem to have a grasp on how food works. Right. Because she's just kinda like she has a sandwich thing and she's just kinda shoving, shoving it in his mouth. And you can very clearly see that he did not sign up for this. Right. <laughs> so um so he leaves the plane, but he forgets the Viking. the Viking ship that J- Jackie Kennedy gave them. So, which uh, is terribly rude. You don't you don't forget a gift from the first lady. It's true, but he is a robot. She is a robot. You don't forget or, a gift from the first lady. Or r- r- robot. No. No robot. Yeah. You're going with robot. You android. You uh yeah. It's true. Woman android. No android. Woman android. You're so all right, so uh, she breaks into Jimmy Olsen's fan club so as to drop the the thing off, the thing off, and then finds the machine that controls Holga. And she realizes that Holga is a robot. Ed gets mad and presses the button that says "Treat Jimmy coldly," <laughs> because uh, you know once again it is the really really great. I haven't seen one of these in a while. The incredibly obvious button yes the big red or button. like the big like when jimmy was Im- imitating being a blind person and he had a sign on him that said i am blind where there was a robot where there was a robot that said this robot, this robot is trained to smash your camera. camera uh so she presses the button where holga then so uh jimmy gives her a small box right and it seems like perhaps he's proposing he's proposing he is not proposing but jimmy's like but holga's like Later, Gator, and she throws the thing down and then moves on. And Holga feels so. There's Lucy watching the whole thing on the monitor and being like, Aha! Guess what? Ah, serves you right. But she looks and she reads the message, and the message says, Dear Holga, I must return your amulet. Though you are beautiful, it's Lucy Lane that I love. No matter how much Lucy scorns me, my heart will always belong to her. Because I am a dysfunctional man. Nope. 
and we have to keep up this will-they-won't-they thing for the entire run of the comic. Scratch the last couple phrases, and that is the actual text. So Lucy, of course, is then, you know, her heart is warmed by this, and she is going to, uh, she's, uh, they get engaged, I guess. Not engaged. Well, it says, uh, if you still want me, I'll be proud to announce our engagement to the world. So, and then, so then we see the boys putting the robot into a box. Stop. (laughs) This is all say, weird science. So, uh, then we have uh, Lil Pete, who's saying, where are you going, Willie? My mom yelled at me and I'm running away from home. That's a silly thing to do. Your mother loves you. I'm going home now, Pete. That's good. I'm glad you changed your mind. It's not that. That's not why. It's because I'm not allowed to cross the street. Ah! Uh, And then, finally, the ad uh, for... Uh, Tootsie Roll Pop. There are two circles, and they want to see which one's uh, larger, and of course, they're the same. They're the same. Anytime you, you see something and it looks like one is the other, just say they're both the same size. Yeah. Just always. That's just advice for the world. If it's a mind trick thing. Right. Uh, so, that brings us to the end of issue number 69 of Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. I would like to thank you all for listening. Follow us on social media at Other Pals Pod at Gmail, uh, at Other Pals Pod on Facebook, Other Pals Pod on Twitter, and Other Pals Pod on Instagram. If you would like to email us, sure, you can email us <laughs> at Other Pals Pod at gmail.com. Yep. And subscribe to us on the, the, thing. the thing of your choice. Write a review. That would be lovely. Yep. Tell one person you know one of the stories you have heard here today. Thank you all very much for listening. And uh, do you have anything? Support your local roller derby. All right. So until next time, this is Gary Rowland. This is Al Plum Rowland. And we say Superman away. Away.